Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yes, sir. Back on my night job. Can I get a yeah? Let's go. They had me on yesterday, 12 to 3. It was cool, but that's not me. That's not me. Not yet, at least. That's uh, that's for Moose and Daniel McCartan and JR and I don't know, whoever else be on on sat- Saturday, Sunday. I really don't know. Usually when I'm off on the weekends, I'm not checking in. I do I do listen to Moose on Sundays, though. It's a good way to start the Sunday. You know, I, I run and get my groceries and listen to Moose and then come back. For the games, but man, we've got one game left in the NFL. I feel like I've got nothing left. We'll we'll get to that. I mean, I thought about how to open up tonight, and if you just read my Twitter at Keith McPherson, I said there's a lot of things we could talk about, but nothing taking the lead. Like I have three pages of notes that I put together today. Shout out to my boy Ben who sent me some notes as well, and I'm like, there's so much to talk about. I I don't have the time. Maybe I'll hit it. Wednesday on my five-hour show, but in these late-night three-hour shows, I don't even have that much time to open. And if you've been listening to me now for three years, you probably know, like, I don't like to come in with a hard take and then make the the whole show about my take. I want to talk to you guys. 877-337-6666. That's first and foremost. Like, this is sports talk. This is radio. We're supposed to have a conversation and a few conversations around the conversations, and I ask some questions, and you ask some questions, and I give a thought and a take, and you agree or disagree. So, you know, there's a lot to talk about tonight. I'll lay everything out on the table. You guys call up and take what you want. You know, I don't have to talk about the Grammys, right? Nobody cares to talk about the Grammys on Sports Talk Radio. Cool, cool. I got nothing for that. Um, I don't have any hypothetical situations about what the Knicks are going to do in the playoffs. Nobody knows that. I'm not going to try and speculate and tell you what they can or can't do. Um, I don't know what the Giants are going to do, do in the draft. The Jets are going to do in the draft. We'll uh, cross that bridge when we get there. Let's just start with what happened tonight and what's going on right now. Oh, the Nets lost. Uh, I'll make it quick. I don't know. I was watching the game. Um, ben Simmons didn't play. He played Saturday. I barely watched that game. They got a win. Yippee. The Nets are just trash, bro. Like, I don't even know. Cam Cam Thomas. I'm rooting for that young guy. He starts the game, but he starts off slow. And I saw Cam Johnson pick him up. But it, it's Steph Knight. Shout out to Mark Faison. Um, His son is a big Steph Curry fan. I saw them at the Pinstripe Pride event over the weekend. And they had tickets to this game. And, you know, his son is young. I guess high school age. So who was filling up Barclays Center for that game tonight? The New York, New Jersey, and surrounding area Steph Curry Warriors fans that became fans of the Warriors over the last decade. That's who's in the building. Nets fans are not pulling up. I mean, obviously some of them are, but not the way we were in the last couple years. Maybe some will be there tomorrow night to see Kyrie and sit there with the puppy dog eyes and watch him warm up and say, Kyrie, I miss you, and throw hearts at him. But you won't catch me over there doing anything like that. So, yeah, uh, lowest scoring half of the season for the Warriors. Um, Steph didn't hit a three until there was like four minutes left in the half. And, of course, the Nets can't find a way to win that game. Uh, They sustained another injury. 
Uh, Lonnie Walker exits the game with a hamstring. And um, I don't know, <laughs> late in the game, Nick Claxton gets ejected, flagrant foul. And the highlight of the game was Draymond restraining himself and not jumping to fight somebody. The whole game, I'm waiting for Draymond to fight somebody. And, and he doesn't. He, he's showing restraint. It's Claxton that gets too aggressive. But yeah, whatever. The game ends with the Nets finding a way to lose. That's been the theme all season. And uh, Steph Curry's at the line with, like, you know, a minute and some change left. And you start hearing some faint MVP chants. Oh, no. The Golden State. How many Golden State fans made the trip to New York for this game? They're they're New Yorkers. They're New Yorkers. It's not the first time I've been in there. When Katie and Kyrie were on the team and Steph fans came through and crushed the building. 877-337-6666. So I hope all the dads that took their... Their sons to go see Steph, who's their Jordan, who's who's their Kobe. I hope they had a good time over there tonight. I mean, I, I wasn't pulling up over there. I'm not pulling up tomorrow for Kyrie's return either. I'll be in Newark. I'll be with the Devils. Shout out to the Devils. They, they're all I have right now. The Yankees aren't playing. The measly Cowboys, one and done. You know, the Nets are playing, but I just I, I haven't been more out of touch with a team Head coach, like this team, I just don't care. I'm not excited to watch their games. But maybe you were excited to watch the Rangers tonight. The Rangers get a win. I know Paulie was pumped about that one coming off the all-star break. The Rangers rally in OT to knock off the avalanche. So, you know, Rangers fans, you're welcome to call up 877-337-6666. You needed that one. Quick in the goal, not Shesterkin. Tell me how you feel. Alexi Lafreniere. I mean, that's your man. That's your team. And if you still do believe, call up and tell us why we should believe in the Rangers because obviously the Knicks have stolen their thunder in the last couple of weeks and people are kind of souring on the Rangers' chances. But again, like I don't come on the air and come up with hypothetical scenarios for what the Knicks can or can't do. Nobody knows what the Rangers can or can't do. Same with the Devils. Nobody knows what's going to happen the next two, three months and we get to the playoffs. So... Rangers fans, call me up if you want to talk about the game. You got it. And here's what I'd like to talk about. You know, I just hit you with what happened tonight. Nets lose, Rangers win. But Super Bowl media night is going on right now. And uh, <laughs> Kadarius Tony, Kadarius Tony caught my eye. Not just because he's an ugly, gremlin-looking joker, young joker. But he's talking about the Giants still. They asked him about his rant that went viral on Instagram. And he said it was... Directed at the Giants fans that be in his comments, in his comments box. Not even in my live. You know, them Giants fans that be talking. What? You're at your second Super Bowl, back-to-back years, and you're addressing the Giants and the Giants fans? And what's even crazier is Andy Reid and the Chiefs are actually bringing him along for the ride. I would have been done with the guy after that. I'd been like, yeah, you're shut down. I don't care if you're not hurt, whatever, you're shut down. But you know what? Maybe they... Want to use him. He was pretty effective in the last Super Bowl. Maybe they just want Kyle Shanahan to think they're going to use him. Mind game. Who knows? 877-337-6666. I do want to talk about the head coaching carousel in the NFL. Very intriguing. Not just the head coaches. The defensive coordinators, the offensive coordinators. Who's going where? I don't know if you heard what Stephen A. Smith had to say about Cliff Kingsbury. I just uh, It was a miss for me. Eric Bieniemy is out as former Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn is the head coach of the Commanders. Eric Bieniemy, you could be at the Super Bowl right now getting interviewed. Instead, you're on the street because you wanted to go call plays for the Commanders. And we'll talk all around it. Um, obviously, the Giants have found their man. The Giants hired defensive coordinator from the Tennessee Titans, Shane Bowen. So we'll get into the conversation around the NFL Head coaches, offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators. I already have to break, and I could easily go for another 10, 15 minutes just opening. So keep McPherson on the fan. I'm back with you. KM to 2 a.m. Let's take this break. Call up. We'll run through it till 2 a.m. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Knicks makes the catch for the touchdown. He went up with the big hands and caught it on the helmet. Another final play of the half. When 
New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Let's do a double shot tonight for the Rangers. Jonathan Quick and Alexi Lafreniere. I mean, Quick first off, holding it down in the goal. I think Marco said he had 32 saves. I think I read 31. We'll give him 32. We'll give him 32. But, I mean, I just was watching the clutch goal from Lafreniere. Lafreniere. That was dirty as hell. Boop, call game. So double shot goes to Jonathan Quick and Alexi Lafreniere as the Rangers come back to win in overtime and thrill the Garden faithful. <sighs> yeah. Let's go, Devils. I'll see y'all at the Rock, man. I'll see y'all at the Rock. Paulie, what did you think about the Devils' performance, or Devils' performance, the Rangers' performance tonight as I'm wearing Devils gear? You know I got to hold it down for the... New Jersey Devils fans. Really good win out of the All-Star break against a tough avalanche team with Nate McKinnon, Miko Ranton, and Cal McCarr. The returning Alex Georgiev in net for them right now. He used to be a Ranger. Really, really good win. Tough, tough game, as I said. But um, listen, Panarin has been wonderful this year. MVP candidate. Lafreniere continues to get better and better on the line with with, uh, Panarin and Trocek. And honestly, the Rangers aren't in the position they're in without Jonathan Quick. Yeah. They, like, Jonathan Quick has been so damn good, which is brutal for me because he crushed me back when it was Forget Rangers Kings it. in the Stanley Cup. He absolutely crushed me when he was— uh, You're going to go anywhere this year. Good to have a guy like that. He is, he is legit. And again, listen, we all love Igor. Jonathan Quick has been a better goaltender than Igor Shesterkin this year, and it's frankly not even close. And again, I'm not saying the Rangers need to start quick in the postseason or whatever. That's way far down the line. But the Rangers aren't nearly as good without Jonathan Quick. Casamigos, big shot of the night, double shot for him and Lafreniere. 877-337-6666. I opened up talking about the Nets loss. We spoke a little bit about the Rangers win and some about media night. Uh, Super Bowl opening night is what they call it. Hashtag SB opening night. I'm starting to see some things coming out of Vegas. Travis Kelsey, Brock Purdy, and Kadarius Tony. So Paulie was able to grab the audio of Kadarius Tony basically saying the Giants name. And I saw at SNY Giants Giants videos on Twitter. They put this clip out with rent free as the caption. So let's play Kadarius Tony out there in Vegas. This guy gets to go to back to back Super Bowls after being traded away from the Giants. And uh We'll talk more about what's going to happen with him in this Super Bowl, but I thought what he had to say in uh, this this reply, this comment was was interesting. You went live, you know what I'm saying? What was the point of that? You know what I mean? Was that you trying to get your your version of the events out? Just kind of talk us through that process. Yeah, it, yeah, it kind of started that, but I, in the process of that, I get interrupted, so it got like a mixed message behind it, I guess you could say, and then a lot of footage got chopped up in the release, so it made it like I was attacking the one I love the most, like I made in the post, and I was saying, I was referring to. Uh, I never attacked the Chiefs, never said anything about the Chiefs, who I was referring to was the Giant fans, or whatever people in my comment, you know what I'm saying, my comment box, not even on my live recording, so you wouldn't even know if they were there. But I was referring to them, which I shouldn't have. I, I just wanted to go out there. I feel like how you say get my message across as far as my injury. But I shouldn't have did that at the end of the day. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a man. At the end of the day, I can, uh, I can accept my mistakes just like I accept my wins, you know. But um, I'm just moving past that right now. You know, we're here now. We're just trying to, you know. <laughs> Are you a man? And you act like a little boy. And you sound like I'm not going to roast Kadarius Tony right now. What's up with bro? What's up with him? Like, first off, he starts off, oh, you know, that wasn't directed at the one I love. You know, the giant fan in my comment box. In your comment box, this is an interesting character. Like, 
how, why did the Giants draft him? <laughs> they had no business pivoting to Kadarius Tony, Dave Gettleman and company. <laughs> yeah, he's the gift that keeps on giving, I guess. But I'll say this. You know, in my open, I said maybe it's a mind game. I, I just, I don't know, I was just talking to Marco about it. He's like, he hasn't dressed since the Patriots game. And I'm like, yeah, they don't need him, clearly. If they just ran through the playoffs without him, I know for a fact that uh, Patrick Mahomes doesn't love him. He ain't got no love for him. I've seen Patrick Mahomes complain about him. And uh, why would you throw him into the mix? No, nah, I, I don't He hasn't played in weeks. He might not even dress. So Kadarius Tony, get your uh, your little shine on. Get your you know interviews in at Super Bowl opening night, mentioning the Giants. Still, you you might be out of a job soon. I don't know. He's a dynamic playmaker when he has the ball, but something's something's going on upstairs. Somebody's got to check on that noggin. You got to go see uh, Cam Newton's fourth and one on YouTube. What Cam Newton had to say about Kadarius Tony. Because Kadarius Tony going on Instagram to handle it, like I don't, I don't know what that. If Giants fans, mostly that live in New York and New Jersey, can write to you on social media to get you to go live and talk like that, where you put your livelihood in jeopardy with the team that employs you, that literally doesn't need you and is going to the Super Bowl, but just brought you along because you're on the roster. Yeah, Kadarius Tony, you gotta, you gotta get your stuff straight. But anyway, you know, speaking of. Coaches Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan. And, like, there's a reason why those guys have tenure. Obviously, Andy Reid a little bit longer than Kyle Shanahan. And Andy Reid was in Philadelphia and had success and is obviously having more success in Kansas City. I mean, I was reading something today about Antonio Pierce as, you know, we're going to hear about the Rooney rule and we're going to hear about race as far as decision-making with coaching hires, Stephen A. Smith. But with Antonio Pierce, right, you know, Antonio Pierce gets the Raiders job. He was the interim head coach, and then that tag gets taken off. And someone said, you know, it's interesting. It's like the players hired the coach. And the thing about hiring a coach is you want the coach to be good enough to outlast all the players, right? You want a coach to be there as long as Mike Tomlin. That You know, the players that were there when he first started, they're not on the team anymore. They're not in the league anymore. I don't know, there's an interesting dynamic in the uh, coaching hires and coaching carousel. So we all know about the Rooney rule, right? You, you have to interview at least one minority candidate, specifically a black candidate. And they put that rule in, obviously, because there hasn't been that many opportunities. But, you know, I, before we talk about Stephen A. Smith, 877-337-6666, Eric Bieniemy. I saw today that Eric Bieniemy, and obviously, like you guys remember, early in the NFL season, there was a report. It made me laugh that you know the players were talking about how Eric Bieniemy is too hard on them, and how he curses at them and yells at them. That's his coaching style, right? It's funny now, as we hear about uh, Brian Dable. But yeah, when I saw the report today, new Commanders head coach Dan Quinn said Eric Bieniemy will not return to Washington staff. Basically, got fired. And uh, he left Kansas City, <laughs> a dynasty, surrounded by Hall of Famers, to go call plays for the Commanders. Man, like that's just—it's just a bad career move. That's like—that's like me saying, "All right, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be the nighttime host anymore. I'm gonna go take a job doing the afternoon drive in." In let's say Kansas and Missouri, I'm gonna go take a, a drive, an afternoon drive time spot doing radio in a smaller market to show what I've really got. And then a new program director comes in there and kicks me to the curb. Then I want to come back to WFAN and do nights. Then you don't even have the spot anymore. What are you doing? What are you thinking? You like I, there there were no greener pastures. The grass is not greener on the other side. The side you chose is the Commanders. Their owner, just their owner alone. Why would you go over there with all the nonsense that Dan Snyder had going on? He sold the team. Yeah, I would think that he probably thought that Ron Rivera was going to get fired after this year no matter what, and he and was he, next in line to be the head coach. Yeah, and, because didn't he have an assistant coach tag on, on yeah, him as well? Yeah, I would guess that's what he thought, and I, I guess he didn't realize that 
They would get sold. <laughs> this is and the NFL. It's a whole new ownership. And not it's the, for long. And, and it's the NFL. And and he didn't. I mean, Sam Howell was fine last year, but it's not like they did anything earth shattering. And it makes sense. Listen, you're getting you know a new quarterback in there. All the connections that Cliff Kingsbury has to Caleb Williams, it makes sense. Cliff Kingsbury. And that's where we pivot to talk about the new commander's offensive coordinator, Cliff Kingsbury. He was this close to taking the Raiders' offensive coordinator job under Antonio Pierce. See, it's all connecting. It's all connecting. He also was rumored to be interviewing with the Bears, and that didn't happen. Something tells me that Cliff Kingsbury and his familiarity with Caleb Williams, the commanders are going to do everything. They will give a king's ransom everything. They'll move heaven and earth to move up to that number one pick and draft Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is already documented, whether it's, um, I know they saw some stuff online. Maybe he said it, but it's already been reported that Caleb Williams does not want to go to Chicago and play for the Bears organization. So if I even kind of heard that, I'm not drafting you. And yeah, that pick that you got, you got from David Temper and the dummy Carolina Panthers organization. Flip it again. Flip it again. And you do have Justin Fields. I don't know. This is going to be an interesting draft. We can't speculate about what's going on there. But man, I had an issue with Stephen A. Smith coming out there today. To say what he had to say about Cliff Kingsbury, his Black History Life celebrations going on, and I get it, like the race card is played a lot when we talk about coaching, and I saw a a ton of people immediately pivot to Doc Rivers, right? When you look at Andre Griffin and uh, Doc Rivers' situation, funny that, you know, Doc even came out to say, like, he's coaching the All-Star game. He's like, we got to have something better than uh, than this, you know, like Adrian Griffin, not Andre Griffin. Adrian Griffin gets fired from the M- Milwaukee Bucks. Here comes Doc Rivers, and it was it was so sketchy how it was done. Like CNN reported it, but Woj didn't have it. Shams didn't have it. And so m- many people looked at Stephen A. and said, hey, how come you didn't say anything about Doc Rivers or Adrian Griffin, right? Like, it's just, I don't know, Stephen A., For the platform that he has, I think he's just got to be better. He's definitely got to be better when talking about the New York Knicks, but he's also got to be better when, when deciding to throw race into the conversation. Cliff Kingsbury is not getting a job because he's a white guy. Like, come on now. And, and I just, it just makes me feel like you, you're just unaware of, of Cliff King. Like, you know, he, I heard his comments and he said, we know him for that that dope crib that he had during the NFL draft. No, we don't. What are you talking about? Cliff Kingsbury? Cliff, King, Cliff Kingsbury was just a head coach. Obviously, he didn't have tremendous success, but he has head coaching experience. And he's also an offensive guru. He's also an offensive coordinator. Like, that's what he does. He works with quarterbacks. He's a former quarterback. So for Stephen A to play the race card and say, oh, he's getting this opportunity off his relationships, he he got interviewed at multiple different places. I just named it two other spots, Chicago and, and Vegas, before ultimately Dan Quinn brings him in. But yeah, Stephen A, I don't know, bro, do better. It it isn't it isn't about race with this hire. This is a guy that this is a guy that literally took time off to get away from the game. To separate himself from the game. Basically telling you, I don't need to coach. So, yeah, the quote was, we talk about diversity and we certainly saw black coaches getting hired and all that other stuff. That's not where I'm going. I'm saying from a historical perspective, we look at a guy like Cliff Cliff Kingsbury and you know what we see as black folks? Like, speak for yourself, bro. He says, this is the kind of stuff that don't happen for black folks. That's not true. Like, that's not true. If you're an offensive mastermind... And it's known in the NFL if you're also connected to a quarterback that they're going to try and draft. Like it's more than just the color of your skin. Cliff Kingsbury, I'm sorry you had to be subject of uh, Stephen A. Smith's rant, but it was just it was just off base. 
and for Stephen A. Smith to always be speaking for all black people, there isn't one black person that can speak for all black people. So you don't speak for me, Stephen A. Smith. Like, when you pull that black card out, make sure you use it right. And there are definitely other opportunities to use it right now. And going at Cliff Kingsbury was not it. 877-337-6666. Now, as we talk about the coaching carousel, and we talk about the commanders, I'm connecting all the dots here. We already spoke of Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera is in the running to be the next defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys and replace Dan Quinn. But also in the mix, interviewing for the defensive coordinator position, bum, 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 wink, Martindale. Oh, I thought he was going to go to the Eagles. I thought he was going to tell all the giant secrets to the Eagles. Well, maybe he's waiting to tell him to Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones. 877-337-6666. I got more to do. Josh, you'll be first. We'll get to the calls. Right. Selling a little or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Right after this. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Uh-huh. Okay. 877-337-6666. Two more sixes as we proceed. Keith McPherson, KM to 2 a.m. Let's get back into the conversation. I got to take a call. I know. Islanders fans, I haven't forgot about you either. You can call up. You guys want to talk about your win? It happened. It's out there. Pierre Engvall's late goal sees Islanders pass Maple Leafs 3-2. Count it. It's in there. It's spoken on. So we can talk about the Rangers. We can talk about... The Isles, we can talk about the Devils as well with Josh and Paseg. Josh, get ready. I want to send a shout-out to anybody out there with a connect at UBS Arena as I'm talking about the Islanders. I don't know if you guys have seen any clips coming out of the Drake and J. Cole tour. When I looked, the only place they're playing in New York, April 5th, which is a Friday, and April 4th, which is a Thursday, at Belmont Park, Long Island, UBS Arena. So 
I need a suite. I need some good seats for that. That's the only thing that'll get me to drive out to Long Island. Drake and J. Cole tour. And I just saw they added Lil Durk. I'm like, all right, I got to figure out how to get in there in the next two months at UBS Arena. 877-337-6666. Young Josh is now regular Josh because he's not a youngin' anymore. What's up, Josh? You got it. Good, Keith. How are you? You know, I'm all right. So, first, I'm not a... I'm not a Dave Gettleman fan, but I don't think it was a bad move originally when he drafted Tony. If you remember, he did have his 190-yard game, and then it just all started when no, Jones, no, no. Got, <laughs> when Jones got injured with the Cowboys and he threw a punch at someone. No, this guy is a head case. And they're supposed first-round picks, you're supposed to do all of your due diligence to know what kind of person you're drafting. Like, you, you got to know... That this guy is like so far the stuff that we've seen out of Kadarius Tony, you don't you don't make that pick. And obviously he's not a giant anymore. And I don't know how long he has to be a Kansas City Chief, but uh he's a loose screw. I mean, people probably thought also that the same thing could have happened with Kayvon Thibodeau, right? He gets all the criticism. At the end of the day, he's a good player, but listen, with Tony, Oh, you can't out. compare KT to Kadarius. But they're both players. KT and KT. They're nah. They're different kinds of like the stuff that Kayvon says and does is nowhere near the way Kadarius Tony carries himself publicly. Not now, before the draft. Even so, even then, like where they're from, um, their families, their backgrounds, like somebody didn't do their due diligence. Dave Gettleman was on Windows 98 researching Kadarius Tony. He had uh, a bunch of printouts. None of the printouts said that this guy is wild and uh, will literally put himself before the team and go on social media and say and do anything, and he's consistently hurt and not worth a first-round pick. But whatever, it's it's neither here nor there. It's just funny this, to see this guy's at back-to-back Super Bowls, and when they ask him the question, he's saying, oh, I did that because of the Giants fans in my comment box. Right, and listen, it would be, it would be very satisfying if he could cap off his ear, you know, yeah, right, the game, uh, um, the game versus the Lions with the pick six, game versus the Bills with the offsides, if you could catch something up with the Super Bowl. But I'm to say about uh, um, the commanders, I mean, do you think this is different than Bryce Young if you want to give a whole trade handful? What do you think the main difference between Caleb Williams and Bryce Young is? Because it's not end up well for the Panthers so far. What is the main difference between Caleb Williams and – well, Caleb Williams is not um... – He's a he's a he's he's got more size. Pause. He's a bigger guy. I know he's not six uh, five, but he's definitely more stout. He's a better runner. He's a better. He's more elusive. I think Bryce Young needs a lot more around him to make plays. Caleb Williams can make plays. I was just reading during the break how like it's almost a you know foregone conclusion. Like Caleb Williams is from the D.C. area. And, like, the Bears do not want to draft this guy. If you're going to draft a quarterback, draft Drake May. Like, I don't know. Um, The writing is on the wall for Caleb Williams to be drafted by the commanders. And uh, I think he's a much better prospect than a a Bryce Young. And then before I get to Devils, quick point with the Nets. It's just like, it shows you how, like, how just bad and irrelevant they are. Is that the Warriors came out like not gas, just horrible. They weren't. They played their worst half threes. all season. Yeah, they, right. they couldn't Turn hit over a three here and there. And the Nets couldn't convert on like any of these. Because the Nets aren't good, bro. It's a mess. It's sad. It's just like yo, they've fallen off a cliff and they don't want to admit it. They're gonna limp into the uh, trade deadline. Dennis Smith Jr. will rest. Ben Simmons will come back. Lonnie Walker's hurt. Who's the next guy? Royce O'Neal was hitting shots tonight because he wants to get out. He wants to get traded. So trade Royce. Trade Dorian Finney-Smith and trade Spencer Dinwiddie by Thursday at five or whatever it is, and give us anything. Like get a if 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 you can trade those three guys for a big cat suit to be the mascot, the Bodega Cat that we've all been talking about over there. Like we need the Bodega Cat mascot, a, a big cat in Brooklyn gear to stand um, in the Bodega that they put in Barclays. That's all we want. Trade all three of them and get us a Bodega Cat. Until some fourth quarter shots, let me just drive to the hoop, get him there, throw it a shot. It doesn't matter, like, right? Like he's playing right now. Like what is it? What does it matter? 
<laughs> like, well, he's not even a good free throw shooter. So I don't know why he does this thing. He goes on the paint and throws it up, hoping for a foul. Yeah, you know, he's always looking for fouls, and then he's always complaining to the refs. And I don't know, I watch his game right now, and I think his head is just not into it. He doesn't want to be here anymore, and... Maybe they trade him, maybe they don't. I don't know what his worth or value is. I don't know what you, that's why I, said, I don't I honestly shouldn't lump DFS in that. Somebody's gonna get Dorian Finney Smith. And if you notice he ain't played in, in like two weeks, it feels like now. Somebody's gonna get him and they're gonna give up something. And and Royce O'Neal too, but I don't know. I watch the Nets and there's nothing I can get excited for. Cam Thomas was that, right? Cam Thomas had the forty piece down in Philly, cool. But then you know what happens after that game? They asked Jacques Vaughn about him starting, and what does Jacques Vaughn say? Oh, we got to see how our health is. We got to see how healthy our group is. Man, that's just a dumb thing to say, knowing that everybody's listening and everybody's going to talk about that. And it's like, what else does Cam Thomas have to do for you to just say he's a starting player on this team? He's in the starting lineup moving forward. Not go four of twenty-one, but um, quick pop-up thing, and as a first, I hope. Um, I was actually when I saw Claxton when he had that foul to get out, to get out of the game. I kind of wish he kind of saved it for Kyrie's. I hope the Nets fans give it all to him. But what I want to say with nah, Simmons, he, not, they, he loves Kyrie. <laughs> he loves Kyrie. Kyrie's yeah. the one that called him the alchemist, gave him the book, took him under his wing. Those those guys don't have any any problems with Kyrie. There will be no smoke tomorrow. Probably be no hugging smoke. him. Getting my five, exchanging jerseys. Oh, yeah, there. and you know Kyrie's going to put it on. Uh, he's going to have a fake smile and hugs and laughs and watch. <laughs> I'm good on that. I'm going to the Devils game. I'm going to act like that didn't happen. I'll pull up here to do my show, tell you what it was like in The Rock. Woo! And keep speaking of the Devils, listen, um, Jack Hughes coming back. I mean, they've been, they've won, they won a few games on like a mini-win streak. They've been holding their own, so the Jack Hughes coming back, they should look better. I think one thing that just got improved down the stretch is not having those careless turnovers where they're just going down, not even on not even on the offensive zone. Sure. Where the puck just goes across the zone, another and the defender, whoever it is, gets it and just has and has a free or one on nine or two on one break on, on the devil, especially with their goaltending. So hopefully they can improve on that. And those are just cheap goals that they give up. Okay, thanks for taking my call. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. Have a great night. Thanks for holding, Josh. Hopefully you got everything in there, yeah. Uh, glad the Rangers roughed up the avalanche as they'll go across the river to face the New Jersey Devils tomorrow night. The Devils need a, a win. They went into the all-star break losing the last two, and if Jack is back, Jack changes a lot. Jack Hughes changes the whole feel of watching the game, the way that they play, uh, the line. It just, it, it just, it's a lot different with 86 out there, and uh, it just gives you a belief, gives the team and the fans a belief that, Hey, anything can happen at any time once he's got the puck. And let's go. Let's bully. Tomorrow, 7.30 at The Rock. 877-337-6666. I got a bunch of calls, and I kept people waiting. So I'm going to take my calls before I mix more news and different things in. I definitely want to talk about the field conditions out there as far as where the 49ers are practicing in Vegas, where the Chiefs are practicing in Vegas. It's kind of peculiar. Right as I'm watching Super Bowl opening night, <laughs> you can hear there's definitely more 49ers fans in there tonight. I know it's just the media night, but they're out west, and I don't know, there's more 49ers fans. You can hear it audibly. Um, but they're in the home of the Raiders, and you would think the Raiders would be more inclined to give the 49ers preference. I'm not sure how that works, but from what I've read, the 49ers are were practicing at UNLV, and the Chiefs have access to all of the Raiders' amenities, and the 49ers were displeased with the practice field. The field conditions for the 49ers' practice field uh, were were not good. And I don't know, there's, like, this whole thing where, like, I think I actually talked about this on the fan, how UNLV plays on turf, but the Raiders play on, like, a Bermuda grass, some kind of natural surface and they slide it in and out um they swap them in and out and UNLV pays a lot of money to play in that stadium but you know now with this um you know surface thing again I mean Philadelphia Eagles fans and players are still crying about last year's Super Bowl with that playing surface they can't mess it up twice so yeah we'll we'll, we'll get into those conversations later I got plenty more stuff to do let's talk to you let's go to Avi on Long Island Avi you're on the fan 
Keith, you did it. You do a great job, buddy. I love listening to you. Thanks. Thanks for calling and thanks for joining the show. You always, you always tell it how it is, and I like your comment about Stephen A., of course. And you know what? I think people make too big a deal, whether black, white. It's not about black or white or color or anything like that. It has to do with whether the guy can coach or not. He's like, a that's good the coach. Most thing. That 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 you know what it does? Because like black people, uh, uh, like if it was the other way around, right? And someone just just right. blanketed it as like like stripped you of all your credibility. Because I people people do that dumb to me. Right? They're like, oh, this guy's a diversity hire. He's only on the fan because they needed a black guy. So that strips me of my education. That strips me of my, my work history. That strips me right. of everything that I did to get here and just, like, exactly. minimize it to, oh, you're only on because they needed a black guy. Tiki Barber's right. black. And Keith. Hey, so Keith, with Cliff you do, Kingsbury, you do, you do a phenomenal he, job. I know, and, and I, I know I'm good at what I do. I, there's nobody that can, can look, there's nobody can check me on that. But with Cliff Kingsbury, that strips him of everything that he's done, his prowess, right. his playing career, his coaching career, and what he brings to the table. He didn't get that just because he's white. He didn't get that just because he's a white guy with white friends that that are in high places. I just felt like that was a miss by Stephen A. Smith. Imagine, imagine Keith. Imagine if Bill Belichick was black. And now, all of a sudden, he had the most amazing coach. People could say he's the greatest coach of all time. And now, all of a sudden, this guy can't get a job. Yeah. It's almost like that movie. I mean, it's almost like that movie, um, uh, Kill, um, what's it called, with uh, Matthew McConaughey. Um, Kill Bill Volume 2. No, I don't know the movie. I'm just No, no, I'm talking about the movie where basically he goes to court. And he says, what if, and what if, what if, um, what if she was white? Like the the girl who got like butchered by these guys. These I don't know. These, the uh, movie. You know these, <laughs> but you know, about a time to kill. A time to kill. Paulie might know the a movie. A time to kill. Yes. I don't a time know. to kill. Great movie, by the I way. I don't know the movie. Uh, Avi, great movie. Great movie. Yes. A no, time but to kill. Thank I mean, Bill for, Belichick. For it, me know. it was actually reported that the Falcons offered him the head coaching job, but he turned them down because he wants to be able to oh, quote did? unquote buy the groceries. Yeah, we all kind of know that he oh. wants he wants GM control, and they actually have. Guys over there that they'd have to fire or move for Bill Belichick for two years? No, they're not doing that. But, yeah, the greatest coach right, of Keith, all time can't get a job Keith, right now. Keith, I actually I want to say two things real quickly. What about the NFL draft? Mm-hmm. I love what you said about Chicago, by the way. I never thought about this. But, you know, because everyone was talking about the guy who, oh, Caleb Williams is going to pick him number one for sure. But you know what? I actually like Chicago trading that pick again, getting a killer's ransom, and then stocking up on picks, yeah. you have a good quarterback right now. You do. You have a good quarterback. Who, who like, guys on your like team have lobbied for DJ Moore, who you got in the trade last year, said, yeah. I want Justin Fields to be the guy. So take that King's ransom from Josh Harris, who's a new owner, owns the Devils, new owner, and Ben Johnson. There was a story that Ben Johnson didn't interview well with them because he felt like these new owners – thought they knew more about football than they actually did, that they're not football guys. They're basketball guys and hockey guys, and they're coming into the football landscape and don't know enough. So, yeah, finesse them. If if I'm uh, – right. I can't think of the GM. Uh, let me look up the GM. Hey, who for, wants that pick? Who wants that pick? I, I the commanders. The commanders are number – the commanders are picking number two anyway. So that's easy. Oh, my God. They could do a swap. All right, here. Yeah. Oh, my God. We'll swap picks and, I mean, and give us – they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna rob them. Oh my God! Ryan Poles. Crazy. Ryan Poles yeah. is the GM, and he's a smart guy, and he's been building for a couple years. And if there's, he's been doing a great job. He yeah. has defense. If there is the enough is out there better. that I know that Caleb right. Williams is documented saying that he does not want to play for Chicago, don't force it. Don't force it. The kids from DC, oh, yeah, the Commanders sure. are picking number two. Swap with them, them and, and and take whatever you want from them. And if you really don't trust Justin Fields, then take Drake May. What do you do? You like I like the quarterback from LSU. I think he's going to be really great. I do. I like him better than actually. I think Drake May is going to be sensational. You know, he has a bigger upside than than um, Caleb Williams to me. Jaden Daniels. I just think he's got to get in the right system. Um, I yeah, like he what he did he at, at LSU, but I felt like Michael Penix Jr. should have won the Heisman. But then watching that kid's Heisman Trophy acceptance speech and then learning more about him, how. His dad trained him to be a corner. Like, that guy is an athlete playing the quarterback position. And if he, he gets is. in he the is. right system, I would like to see Brian Dable get a hold of him, honestly. 
What do you want the Giants to do, buddy? Let's talk Giants for a minute, if you don't mind. I, I'm a big Giants fan, and I'm very torn between should we – I feel like our offensive line, I feel like we got to take this guy from Notre Dame. Listen, you, you can, you, if you yeah. get a quarterback – and you can't block for him, you got nothing. I'll, I'll so tell you me, this. What do you think we should do? Brian, Brian Dable and, and Joe Shane have done a ton of work on this draft, more than the past couple. And they know what quarterback they want or don't want. And if they're not able to get to the top of the draft to grab that guy, mm-hmm. they're not going to just take right. a Michael Penix Jr. or the best available. Now, if Joe Alt is there, like you're speaking of from Notre Dame, whose dad was an NFL pro, who everybody's projecting Mm -hmm. and saying this guy's a surefire guy, then you take him. You know, you just just shore up your offensive line, uh, or you trade the pick. But I've been saying, and I know C-Mac has said this, and a lot of us are saying, if you have an opportunity to take a quarterback here, that extends the time for your GM and head coach because, I mean, they're going to be here to develop that guy through his rookie contract. And you can't count on Daniel Jones. I was the first one to come on the fan and tell you, hey, the timeline for Daniel Jones, I don't see him being ready for training camp. I see him being ready to play in late September, maybe even October. It would take a miracle. It would take Aaron Rodgers' darkness retreats, ayahuasca, and his his audio of, of Dolphins mating to cure, <laughs> cure to heal up Daniel Jones in time for camp. They have to draft a quarterback, and of course they, they should sign a veteran as well. Right, but Keith, what about this idea? Because I don't listen. They're not going to be to me. They're not going to be good next year. They still are missing a lot of pieces. What do you think about bolstering up the offensive line, defensive players in the draft? They're not going to be a good team this year. They can even flop and be a horrible team because if Jones gets hurt, you're probably going to end up being like three and fourteen, which probably will put you right in the position again, a better position to be in the top three for a quarterback. And there's always some good quarterbacks coming out. Yeah. I don't really love, besides for those top three guys, I don't like Penix, by the way. That game that he played in the, in the championship Yeah, it game, wasn't good. I, he's very not accurate. He's, he's got a lot of injuries. He's a little bit older. Yeah. They, they're not going to draft right. that kid. Thanks for the call, Avi. What I'll say is Brian Dable and Joe Shane know who they want and who they don't want. Brian Dable, being an offensive guy, he knows what kind of guy he wants in his system. He's, he's seen enough film by, by today. He knows. And they're not going to reach for a guy... They're not going to take a Kadarius Tony type. They're going to they're going to know exactly who they want at that position. And if they can trade up and possibly get their guy, they'll do it. If it's one of those top three quarterbacks, like I said, I already think it's a foregone conclusion that Caleb Williams goes to the Commanders, where he's from. Drake May maybe goes to um, the Bears, or they maybe they 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 trade out, or who knows? The Patriots. I could see Drake May there. Um, that six overall pick, if they stay put, it, it's not going to be Marvin Harrison. He's going to be off the board. I don't think you take Brock Bowers at tight end. I don't think you take a wide receiver either in Malik Neighbors. You you take Joe All. 877-337-6666. Oh, now we got a full rack of calls. Let's take this break and we'll be right back. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And the ball game's over. And the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Another day, another dollar. Keith McPherson on the fan, KM to 2 a.m. We've got a couple minutes here before I have to break, so I'm not going to take a call because I want to give you guys time. I don't want to ever cut you short. Uh, You you know, if you've heard me on here, I'm I'm literally trying to talk to somebody else. I'm a solo host. There's like three people in here. It's like me, Paul, Rami, uh, four people if you count me because Marco is also here. I'm trying to talk to the people that are listening at almost 12 o'clock at night. So, you know, I always force that baseball conversation. It's always time to bring in the baseball conversation as I saw a couple things today. I mean, Bobby Witt Jr.'s extension. Sheesh. I mean, now we have gotten to this point where these contracts can be finagled in so many different ways. That's why I don't want to hear anything about not being able to afford Juan Soto when the time comes. Like, you know, you can defer money. You can have option, club option. You can you can escalate the money. You can stretch the money out. You can put these type of escalators in there, whatever. Bobby Witt Jr.'s extension we'll talk about later. It's nuts, but he deserves it. And good to see the Kansas City Royals going for it after they tied their worst season in history last year. And I'll always remember that that last 
series at Kauffman Stadium. Yeah, the Yankees went there. Carlos Rodon was terrible, and the Yankees lost that series. If the Yankees could have won one more game, that would have been the game to make last season the worst series or worst season in the Kansas City Royals franchise history. Patrick Mahomes owns that team. 877-337-6666. I saw a little blurb about David Stearns and Brandon Nimmo. Right? So SNY Mets reported from Joel Sherman and John Heyman's podcast, The Show, which had Brandon Nimmo on there. Nimmo said Stearns approached him very cordially about center fielders on the market, to which he said, honestly, David, if it makes our team better, then I'm all for it. I want to make the playoffs. And there are some more from that. But I just laugh because I think <laughs> I think about Nimmo having that conversation and being like, oh, Billy, Billy Epler already gave me my money. Whatever you want to do is fine. I'm laughing straight to the bank. If you want to take the pressure of playing center field off of me, sure, I'll slide over to left field. If if you're going to sign Harrison Bader, yeah, we'll see how it goes. And when you need me to play center, I'll, I'll slot right back into uh, the middle of the field. So there's some Mets conversation or general baseball conversation, Mets conversation. And Yankees fans, welcome in Caleb Ferguson. Ferguson, who? Ferguson from the Dodgers. Yeah, I don't know. Not familiar with him, but... It's a move. It's a left-handed pitcher for the bullpen. And uh, they just had, you know, Matt Gage last week. We were talking about him, and he gets traded away. And I don't know. You knew this was coming, right? This is how Cashman moves. And if you heard me maybe two or three weeks ago, what did I say? Newsflash, they didn't fire Cashman. Old habits die hard. And Cashman, after making the Juan Soto trade, went back to his old habits. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.